audio. And we're back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> look at the look at the snow falling out there right now. I saw it. It was yeah. it was big, white, fluffy stuff earlier. It's kind of it, it, it looks nice, doesn't smaller. it? It now. looks. It looks. It must, is, be, must be getting colder out. Well, it must be getting close to the stock show. <laughs> well, no, that's that's, that's, that's exactly right. What'll happen is it'll. It's booth setup day, and it's been nice for three, four, five yep. days now. Set up the booth. Oh yeah, it's gonna snow. Yep, and the bitter cold then starts as well coming up here. So yeah. So when you, whenever you're listening to this, just know that we are looking at a nice, pretty snowfall right now that's about to turn bitterly cold and. Just cause a mess. What better way to warm up than at a homemade, barrel-aged, old-fashioned? You, did you get this for Christmas? That's where you got the barrel from? I did. Okay. I, I, I stole- Can I turn it without- I stole uh, Windsor Blocks. Oh, and look, it's got I, your idea. name on it there, too. And so what I was going to do, my my family went and, and sneaked around on me, and I was going to order two of these and get the Whiskey Orc logo- emblazoned on oh, the top. that would have been nice of you. And and taking one home and, and put one in my office for drinking here. Yeah. No, I was actually going to give you one for Christmas. <laughs> that would have been... Well, wait, why didn't I, I get I one for Christmas? I should have gone that the other way. Yeah. Well, so then, okay, I, then I put it in my cart, and I was going to order it, and I was going to have uh, Jason from next door put the custom emblem on it because everything that I could find online was just like a template deal. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to order one and, and uh, see if I could make it work. He was a little worried about it might be too big for his machine. But So anyway, my wife said I should take that out of the cart. And <laughs> So you know right away, yeah, right when that well, sentence is uttered that you're getting it for Christmas. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. <laughs> you have these Christmas lists, and right. I, so I made mention of it, and then I'm like, well... The Amazon accounts in my name. I <laughs> never, I it. never see it in there. I never see it. I never see. It. I'm like, well, screw these guys. If they're not going to give me what I want, I'll just order my own. I got money too, <laughs> and, and so somebody saw it, and then I had to take it out. Well, they are. How many? Uh, it's 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 a legitimate barrel that sits on a little stand, and I'm sure if you're you know if you're a whiskey drinker at all, you've you've seen these in various yeah, online it's, stores it's or cute shit. Yeah. How how ba- how much does it hold? That, that's a it's a two liter. It's actually, okay. I measured it out when I was getting it to cure a little bit and it's a little, holds a little more than that. Okay. And so you like can, you can, you can use it for, you could put in, I've read about people taking, uh, less than, uh, less than great ideal whiskey, yeah. whiskey and putting it in there to see if it changes it that much. And most articles agree that it doesn't add much to it. It doesn't really age that or make it taste any better in there. But what they do say is that for what you used it for is ideal and why you should have something like this. It's ideal if you want to have absolutely no idea how many drinks you've had (laughs) in a given sitting. Because there's, you know, once it's in there, you're not measuring. Well, you probably are. Of course. You're not really measuring it out anymore. It's like having a box of wine where you might have a glass or you might have seven glasses and then pretty soon it's gone <laughs> well what's interesting was cool. yeah it's you it's it's in essence an old-fashioned infinity barrel 
that's what it's turned right? into for me. You know, I got I got jealous of Justin down at Windsor because when he would just he would just go walk by and fill up his his glass. You know, he had to yeah test it. He he just fill it up. I'm like, hey man, I need one of them. So what did you? What did you put in here then? What's what's the mix? Can you remember? Has it been so many it, it, or what's well, the? So the first batch, <laughs> half of it went down pretty quick. Um, I used some Evan Williams. It was mostly Evan Williams. I had about three quarters of a handle of that left, and then I put in. I might have put in that Devil's Gate from Utah okay. to finish it off. It was a little higher proof, right? So then when that was gone, I. I I came up here over the weekend last weekend and grabbed some stuff that we weren't drinking. Um, some that was pretty good and some mm-hmm. that you know there was a inch and a half in a pint of Jim Beam and I I had a bottle of Crooked Furrow that that had been here for a while and that, you know we've got a few bottles of that here um, and then. To top it off, I put in some of that whistle pig that from Smith's Barrel Pick. Just uh, it was, you know, maybe a, you know, five or six ounces of that, and it so, was pretty high proof. So, so as you're adding it, you know, you you have obviously bitters in there, and you have simple syrup in there. Yeah, I mean, so do, do you have to keep as I, you add more liquor? Do you have to proportionately add yes, in that? I did, yes, that as well. Yeah. So, so I, how do you know? I mixed. I mixed all the. I knew what I was going to put in it. Or how much roughly? Right. So I mixed up. It turned out to be about a seven fifty of extra whiskey this time. So I just mixed the bitters and the and the simple syrup accordingly. Oh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make that all, math I, work in my head. <laughs> I mixed it all up prior to putting it in the barrel so that it got mixed pretty well. I see. So as you're topping it off, you're also having to add in. So anytime you, whatever you add to it, then you have to proportionately mix yes. the bitters and the sugar. Yes. And off the top oh of my, my head, God. I mean, if I, I've used, I've got a recipe saved on my phone, but okay. it's like, it's like a 750 of whiskey and then like five tablespoons of bitters and call it three ounces of Simple syrup? Simple syrup. Something like that. That's fairly close, I think. I was really excited to do this until it dawned on me that there's going to be a lot of siphon. Yeah, but it's (laughs) easier to do the siphon one time than with every glass that you put in. Maybe, I suppose. But you want to keep it topped off. I think that's kind of a key to this, isn't it? Don't you have to kind of keep it at a certain level? You're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to sample it and make sure that it's okay throughout. And they say to take it out of there at four weeks. So like completely out of the barrel and put it in like a decanter or something. Yeah, put it back in a bottle. Okay. So like right now, the first batch that I made would probably be at about four weeks right now, and this one, the when I topped it off, it was at it's probably at ten days now. Well, I remember uh, a year or so back when you made an infinity bottle, which was kind of all the rage for a minute, and I don't really think a lot of people do that anymore. It, that just seemed like such a fad to me. Well, it was it was um, weird, and yeah, and, you know. And for those that don't know what an infinity bottle is, it's where you just take all the last inch, half inch of your whiskey bottles and you just mix them all together, right? And it's supposed to be good, and it wasn't good. It, <laughs> it just wasn't good. It was okay. And I think then we wanted the, to like it. I, well, I think so too. And then the more I thought about it, the more I kind of went, 
You know, if I bought the bottle to begin with, I should just drink it. Just finish it off. But to me, this is a. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dump the rest of my birthday bourbon in here. No, no, absolutely but, not. But it's boy, yeah. If you want to make an infinity bottle taste good, this is probably the the approach to take with it, because it's you have uh, like so. How many different whiskeys do you think you have in there? There's pro- right now. There's varying degrees of five. Probably. Okay. And like uh, the last episode we filmed that you can go watch on YouTube or Facebook with a pre-packaged bottle of what was called gold, gold fashion. fashioned. Right. They had a 15-year, uh, 12-year, and a six-year rye, right? I think that's what it was. Something like that, yeah. So people will be like, well, you're blending all that whiskey together, and that's going to be... Well, no, because you, you, you can. You can take some really good whiskeys, make a nice blend... And then add in the 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 rest of the things to make an old fashioned, and damn if it doesn't end up tasting pretty good. I'm I'm super happy with the way this boy. I out. I am too. The first drink, uh, I don't know I don't know what it was. The first sip out of this glass, though, God, it felt yeah, like you had, had put... we had a bit of a sneezing fit. <laughs> oh boy, he, he thought he thought she was a little hot. There was. It felt really hot. But then you put in, you know, a couple of these Lexardo cherries, and you put that over an ice cube, and yeah, if you just give it a minute to cool off, it's it's a it is really tasty. Uh, speaking of Lexardo cherries, too, I I didn't know a lot about these. I didn't. And I didn't realize there were maraschino cherries. <laughs> That's what they yeah, that's right. weird because it says the original says, Mar- maraschino cherry right there, not big on the label. It does, but when you think of maraschino cherries, you think about the bright red you ones you put on top of a root beer ugly, float. Ugly, gross ones that you yeah. put in a Shirley Temple for your kids. Right? And that's the reason why they're like $4 a bottle. Yeah, these, right? these are more. A little more expensive. <laughs> uh, just a, a, a jar of Luxardos are about 25 to 30 bucks, depending on where you shop. Yeah, what is that? How, what ounces? Is that like an eight-ounce deal? Um. Uh, yeah, this is 400 grams. Can you do 400 grams? It's 14 ounces. 14 ounces. Yeah. So I almost... Almost what, double of an yeah. eight ounce, whatever. Um, yeah, but that, I was, was, so, that was like 25 bucks. <laughs> God, that's expensive. I was so surprised at just the thickness of the sauce that a Luxardo comes in. It hips. Oh, with boy. With thickness. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you ever see that cookie show? No. It's like the worst <laughs> cooks in America. There's this, well, say there's that again. The worst worst cooks in America. No, there, but there's there's a say contest. the line. It helps with the thickness. <laughs> there's this this all of these uh, you know food network chefs are are helping these people that can't make toast, and there's one of them walks over. She goes, "Are you dumping flour into that thing?" And this poor southern gal goes, it helps with the thickness. <laughs> well, this certainly it, does. <laughs> my wife Let's... and I walk around saying that to each other all the time. This does help with the thickness, <laughs> it, Rob. It helps with the thickness. Totally does. Uh, and God, they're so delicious. I never. I, know, I, think, I, I think you liked them. I can't stand maraschino cherries. So right away, I thought, well, there's no way I'm going to like these either. And the first couple I... I've ever I, I had in an old fashioned down at Windsor. I was like, well, no, there's something off about these. But then, like the second or third one, I'm like, no, these are. They're this they're, is how cherries were meant to be. <laughs> they're a little fleshier than oh. the, than the pickled ones you get in the pink sauce. They're so delicious. These um, are good. I like them a lot. Yeah, and I never I never thought I would be an old fashioned fan. 
I, I, you know, starting this whole whiskey drinking journey, I, I was kind of, I wanted to be just a purist with it. I didn't want to. I'm not going to back do to cocktails. you and your Lagavulin. <laughs> no, I'm not going back. There. No, we're never ever going back to that, Rob. You hear that, Gabe? <laughs> uh, look, I. I appreciate Gabe. His, How many of these have you had? I don't know. Just this one. God, you've had so much, so much whiskey in here. So good, though. I, I can it's see. It's not how much whiskey's in the old fashioned. It's how right. much old fashioned is in the glass. It's how much old fashioned. You told is, me to stop before. It's how much old fashioned is in the know. me, is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but um, boy, what a smart way to do this. I know. I love it. I'm, I, I, I should still get a. I should still make get another barrel and You're we could have one at the office. Taking the bung out there to make it I come know, out a little I faster. Know. Well, because it it's really. Did you, a, did you drop it back there in the bung hole? I, Rob? I, yeah, I'm kind of shove something. For those that don't know about barrels, that's that's the hole in it. That's the the, the oh, stopper man. is called the bung. Stop dripping. And the the hole is then the bung hole. That's where it came from. Um, but going back to, you know, wanting to be a purist about this. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ever want to yeah. be a cocktail which, guy. Which one of us is going to be the whiskey snob here? Well, you still kind of. You mostly are more than me still. But it wasn't until I I, I had really well made cocktails with whiskey that then you then you I think you appreciate it um, because so often you you'll mix a whiskey and coke. That's your that's your introduction introduction to a whiskey cocktail. And it's not really much of a cocktail. No, I mean technically though, it's it's a definition, isn't it? I don't know. We we never took the time to define that, have we? <laughs> no, probably. Or, no, look, probably lo- or looked up the definition. I should, of yeah. A cocktail. Go go try to find what that would mean. Um, you think there'd have to be more than two ingredients in a cocktail, but maybe not. Gin but and what tonic? else? What else is? Yeah, gin and tonic or tonic would be is a that cocktail. A cocktail. Um, what other whiskey cocktails do you like? Do you have others that you? I suppose a highball would be the next step, wouldn't it? Well, I, I don't think I've ever had. What is a highball? I don't know. Okay, you've got the computer. I should I should look up. I it, I I like a whiskey sour. I mean, if we're talking about purely whiskey and bourbon related stuff, a whiskey sour is good, or a amaretto sour, which is essentially a whiskey sour with some amaretto in it. I think. Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a fan. I wanted to like whiskey sours, but I can't get past the egg white. You don't have to use egg white. I know, but to have a true highball, you do. All right. Whiskey sour, you mean? Yeah, whiskey sour. Think, yeah, Not a highball. No, highball. I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was just looking up highball here. <laughs> uh, highballs, yeah. highballs are whiskey. He's about a half a drink in, folks. <laughs> God, this is so strong. <laughs> well, some of that um, stuff was coming in pretty hot, man. I don't know what to tell you. So there is a highball cocktail family. Mixed drinks that combine alcohol with a larger percentage of non-alcohol mixer. Oh, that sounds terrible. The gin and tonic <laughs> is considered a highball. Because it has more non-alcohol yes. mixer. So is a vodka cranberry. Highballs were born in the early 1900s, initially combined scotch whiskey with soda. So a scotch and soda is a highball. Good God, look at what we're so, learning here. Um, so theoretically, then, a whiskey... Jack and Coke would be a highball. Would be a highball, yes. Um, so a typical highball is whiskey, soda water, or ginger ale, uh, ginger ale or ginger beer could also be thrown in there, I suppose, and then lemon for garnish. That's a highball. I was out on Friday night speaking of speaking of ginger beer. You know, a Moscow Mule. Yes, is, is I, vodka, I do like those vodka and, and ginger beer mm-hmm. and whatever the hell else they put in it. 
Well, my buddy's like, he go, I'd like a Mexican mule, and the you couldn't have gotten a blanker look from the <laughs> from the waitress gal. Well, what's that? He's like, well, you know, like a Moscow mule with tequila. tequila. Okay. I'm like, you want to guess what a Tennessee mule is, or a Kentucky mule, or a like? Well, was he being an ass? No, he was okay. being quite polite. <laughs> it was right. me that was being the ass. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I I waited until this poor gal left, but I'm like, what in the world are you doing in a bar if you can't do the math on? Well, that's that's true. I suppose you, know, you should be able to figure not that a hidden out. Not a hidden figure here. It's. Do you like Moscow mules? You know, you like yeah. ginger beer, I suppose yeah, would be the no. I mean, really, I won't turn them down, but yeah. I'm, it's not going to be the first thing I go to on the list. Probably, I had one made with a. It must have been like a a, a habanero vodka. Oh, that a, sounds pretty good. Oh boy, what was so good about it was, you know, it was cool, refreshing because it's in that copper mug and the ice is in there. And then it has that but, bite at the end, but that stays on your lips. Yeah. And so once you swallow that, you get that tingle in there, and it was just it was made really, really well, apparently, because I liked it. <laughs> and I think I had a second one. I don't remember where we had them at, uh, but it was really, really good. I mean, it, now we're way off topic now, but no, like that's fine. The, the margaritas with the jalapenos <laughs> and stuff muddled in them. I, I haven't had that. I dig those. I like the heat though. So yeah, and they're they're so well. Again, I guess if we're just going to go totally off the beaten path. Uh, my wife's favorite drink right now, and all is is a is a pear martini. Pear, it's it's pear juice, limoncello, pear vodka, and ice, and uh, honey simple syrup. My wife came home with some pear juice the other day. You gonna make them? I think you're gonna we, love them. We haven't gotten them. Okay, I, I can't tell if me walking into a liquor store at this point is almost. <laughs> A death sentence. So I was trying to, you know, if I, I, hey, honey, I brought home pear vodka and, and three more bourbons that we haven't had. <laughs> See, you can just I walk know. out with what well, you go in you would, for, Rob. You would think that I would be. I can do that anywhere else. You don't have to just. Like, oh, here's half a case of wine. So what's your bourbon collection up to now? I guess if we're. Go ahead. Well, I. I <laughs> need a little topper off a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I mean, I've, uh, I've gone this far, so I don't know. Off the top, I I think I'm getting. I took some bottles home that were here, and I still have some here that were that are open that should probably go home. But there are, you know, there are people that will stop, want to stop by and have try some of these, like that twice barrel that right that I have here at the office. And uh, I don't know, it's probably nearing a hundred. So you're getting up there. Yeah. When we started this whole endeavor, how many do you think you had? Every at one point, everything I had could fit on the shelves that I had, and now I'm not there. <laughs> They're scattered yeah. across the counter, and I've got some stuff that I put back in the closet. And do you I, to the point you, where I was looking at a shelf for the like a closet door where I could put on like put one of them little rack hanger things on, oh the, back, on the back of one of my closet doors um, in the gun cabinet, you know. Do you do you have any bottles that you don't think you're ever going to open and drink? Uh, there's a couple bottles of Koi Hill that I haven't opened, but not because I wouldn't drink them. Right. Um, I got a bottle of Jack 10 that I haven't opened yet. There, the one that I probably would never drink would be that Century Sinatra. Well, I get that. Your office, um, if you've, you know, if you ever want to come up to where we're located here in Rapid City, Don't. South Dakota, 
don't. But if you, if you know if you know Rob or me, and you want to see Rob's Jack Daniels collection, it's pretty impressive in his office. And I can't imagine you're ever going to open any of those bottles. But I mean the stuff that you, you know, you you've have you purchased anything in the last five years that you don't think you're ever going to open? I know you were talking about a Blanton's display because you're missing what two letters yeah i'm missing two letters i bet i think there's two or three bottles of that at home and that the only reason i buy that is because i thought well i've gotten this far i might as well have the other right but if you want a blanton's i would be happy to crack one of them open really even the ones i mean even the ones you're collecting yeah, because I'm just keeping the toppers. I'm drinking the booze. Oh, so that's I'm what you tri- I'm not trying to save the bottles. The I'm, alcohol at all. I'm not that big a fan. I mean, there's certainly right. people out there that are, and it's okay, but, you know, it's glorified Buffalo Trace, in my opinion. <laughs> right. And, and, and quite honestly, without trying to offend anybody, the Buffalo Trace that I've had in the last two or three tries has been pretty hit or miss. There's been something off about it, it seems. I I, I agree, because it wasn't too long ago. I don't remember who had a bottle of it with me or where we had a drink of it, but it just, it seemed like, yeah, like you say, something was off. Some, it wasn't it wasn't Buffalo Trace like I remember drinking Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Three, what, four years I ago. I was a big fan way back when we started doing this, and it was the one bourbon that I told everybody to go try if they wanted to start drinking it. And I think that may be part of the issue with finding it now is that everybody told everybody to go try it. And so I tried it. I had, I didn't have a bottle for a long time. And then uh, a couple years ago I had one and I thought, man, this is not quite right. And then I had some with my, my mother-in-law turned into about half a fan of it. And I had some with her this summer, and thought, "Man, I'm missing it. I'm missing something because this is this is really good." Mm-hmm. And then, so I bought a bottle of it again the other day at Timmins um, when we were. I was picking up something else and was just standing there and like, "See, that's what happens." That's why I can't go just get pair of vodka because you have I to go in and somebody, I look at somebody's and I'm like, in oh, front hey, of you, and this is here too. It looks lonely. I can't go home with just one. But anyway, so I bought a bottle of it and I took it home and I was about half excited to try it again because I had such a good experience this summer. And I kind of went, meh. And it sounds, you know, it sounds like a, being a dick, but no, I don't, I'm not I don't, trying to. I don't think you are at all. I, because I, 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 I've, I've, you're not the first person that has said that. It's almost like they had a bad batch or something. Not bad, but just off. Yeah, batch. I mean, it, I mean, if that I, can happen with Sazerac. I don't know. But. You know, I t- it's it's not a single barrel product, so it, right. it doesn't make that much sense. Yeah, the blend should always be the exact same. And I, and one of the reasons why I try to stay away from single barrels is because I'd rather have a small batch that I know where it, where it's going to land. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless I've had the opportunity at Timmins or somewhere, which is or at the Loud American, to actually right. go pick the single barrel because I know it's either going to fit my palate and I'm going to want it, or it's not going to fit it, and I will gladly let somebody else have that experience. Yeah. Speaking of uh, some good uh, whiskeys that I think should be on your radar, um, and I'm only bringing this up because I think for the first time ever during a barrel pick, I got it right. And I just kind of want to, I just kind of want to, you know, uh, I want to kind of push that out a little bit that, 
You're not the only one now. That got, although I think you got this one right too, so it still goes on your scorecard of. Well, of it wasn't it that right. I got the first one right either with the new. It's riff just pick. that everybody was, else got it. It was wrong. just that you got it completely <laughs> wrong. Uh, you were the only one that picked the one that you liked, and at least. Oh boy, I was so terrible at that. <laughs> I've learned though. Well, either that, or I swayed them. Everybody else. It was between the two, and then everybody else kind of jumped on board with me i don't know if you can maybe sway, just to make you feel bad i don't, I don't know, know if you can sway dan at all i think dan well, knows what he wants and, well it's and, his it's his pick right exactly certainly, certainly um right uh but he's got a couple of picks now that we did with him that was that were i mean incredibly fun to do and it, we did it so long ago i kind of forgot about it uh that's but he's, southern star yeah, yeah the southern star is one that he has paragon i believe it's called and Oh, we should have brought that in here. I got there's a bottle in my. Oh, I forgot that one. There's a bottle in my office. <laughs> God, we may still we may still have to do that door. one. <laughs> I haven't had the I we haven't had s- the balls to bring another one home, so I left it at the office. Rob's got so much in his office, he just has it in bags behind know, the door of his office. It's, but yeah, it's called Southern don't Star. Rob me. <laughs> we closed the gate. You're fine in here. Um, and it was it was it was delicious. Uh, Dan was telling me a very cool story about it. Um, how they have a grading system at Southern Star with these these blends that they do, uh, or the single barrels that they do, and I don't remember where he met up with the the the, the distiller or the distributor with Southern Star, but he, he you know their A grade barrels are like the best. That's the one they deem whatever, and you get to pick. God, I wish I could remember most of the story, but. You know, you're sitting with Dan and he's pouring the drinks and <laughs> like saying, you know, but he said, he, he said, uh, do you remember this barrel number 429 or whatever it is on there? And so the guy went in and looked it up and he goes, well, yeah, he goes, that was one of the barrels that had one of our highest ratings. And he said, that's the one you guys picked. So, oh, see? yeah, it's totally worth. And it's only, I don't know, 55, 60 bucks a bottle, something like that to get this to. Uh, and Backbone was the other one we did. Uh, was it that was called yeah so yeah i remember that because it wasn't it was uh probably a week or 10 days before that we were out at windsor and i had tried that mainly because it was at the top of the list and it was the only (laughs) in the in the in the lighting and it it, over there i needed it just looked pretty and you thought here we go it was at the top so i i could read it (laughs) without needing glasses or a spotlight and it was really good. Yeah, and Dan did two excellent barrel picks on both of those. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you're looking well, for I, something I like a little to think different, that we had a little, well, I mean, not I, I a can't, lot. No, we contributed. I will it was a small percentage. Firmly and honestly admit, I don't know what the hell I'm doing when we're doing those. Oh, barrel I, picks. I'm with you wholeheartedly. Okay. I'm so honored that they've let us do this, that they actually let us come to the table and sit down and pour some in my glass <laughs> right and yeah this you're referring to the black hills regional barrel network yes thing that exactly doing. yeah uh, which is a very cool system that i know dan set up with local um uh, liquor stores around the area yeah there's that that number's gone yeah. up there's like eight or ten or twelve of them now it's getting bigger and i yeah. think that'll only make this whiskey it'll, it'll make it it'll make it a lot cooler right because um, you, you'll be able to get it in a lot of different places and know what, yeah kind of know what you're getting and just trust me when we say that the guys that are making these picks know what the hell they're talking about and they know what that that palette i mean they know what they're going for but it's they haven't missed yet in the ones that we've got to try. Yeah, I, I 
first of all, it's not always us. So no, no, no. Oh, God, we're, no. We're certainly please, not insinuating know that. That, that we right. know what we're going for. Every like, once in a while, we stumble into the the place where they're doing we're it. We're in the right place at the wrong time, and they feel obligated <laughs> yeah, to, Dan's to like, invite oh, us all in, right, but, you two, get up here. <laughs> but, but, uh... You know, I I am kind of with you. Did you just spit some the back ice. in there? I didn't want the ice to be. Yeah, oh. just the ice. My ice <laughs> melted a lot. Wow, well, I know. Hotter without the ice. <laughs> um, where the hell was I going? <laughs> Sometimes we're in the wrong place at the right time, and they yes. feel obligated to bring us. And I think you, like me, as we have insinuated on this show multiple times, that we can't. You and I are not the palate savvy folks like some of these gabe and and mark mark and, and, dan, and, and dan yeah and we know that we like it or we don't like mm-hmm. it and oddly enough i think that coincides with their ability to pick these things out and decipher them and describe them to you and our palates are moderately the same i mean i still haven't found a of a, a taste for rise mostly no, exactly. Um, and still, I'm continuing to try. I still, I, it's begrudgingly. It's kind of like doing the peaty scotch for me. It's, exactly. It's just not. It's just not really a path that I want to go down. But I keep trying. Mm-hmm. But luckily, like you said, we've been honored to be a part oh, yeah. of Timmins and the and the Black Hills Region Barrel Network, BRBN, if you're looking it up on Facebook. And Windsor, and the same and thing. Windsor yeah. And Windsor, and Justin and Mark down there. And and I want to thank Justin immensely for making you take that, taste that godforsaken <laughs> Chicago oh, I want to do, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he will let us do an entire what is episode. That Malort. Malort. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, it's I'm, so terrible. But I'm, I'm done. <laughs> You drinking terrible things with you. <laughs> yeah, Life is too <laughs> bloody short to keep drinking oh, terrible things. Oh, my God. Um, Unless you're buying some of that deer stuff from the crab place, then I might be in on that one. Oh, we got to get some of that still, too. That's got to be on the Can list. we just, you know, I can, I've can. i slaughtered a deer. I can make some no, jerky. No, please don't. I can just stick some booze. Oh, God, no. I'm going to bag I, of jerky. Today, I just it. about ordered some, and I think I'm still going to. They had uh, the Hormel Chili beer. That they've made? Oh, shut yep. up. Yep. You'd We're going to get some of that. First of all, you're not ever eating Hormel chili, and second of all, you're <laughs> no. never drinking a beer. No. I'll, I'll so try why it. would you put them together? Because, well, I didn't, but it's weird enough that I want to try it. That's just weird this enough is, that I need to do it. This is just how different you and I are. Yes. Th- this picture of you that you've got on Facebook how? right now about <laughs> this isn't the guy that you want to drink whiskey with at the bar. I can't wait for you to see that video. It's going to be fantastic. And then I, I'm like, I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> that was this a good is line. Why, folks, if you line. were wondering. We, uh, we went down to Windsor to film some uh, little uh, well, skits, for lack of a better word, for Mountain West Whiskey Festival. I think... I think they're commonly referred to in the in the building as bits. Bits, sure. Well, is video? Is that what I you call them in know. video? Do you call I'm them bits? Trying to give Murdoch some credit here. Uh, oh God, um, it's got the cast doing some bits. Right, that's what we're doing. And <laughs> we went down, and I thought what we filmed was hilarious. <laughs> I really liked it, and Justin was gracious enough to, uh, you know, he's going back to the the, the barrel of of old fashioned that you have here. That you can make at home. You know, Justin has three old barrows about he's, three three times the size of this. Oh yeah, right? they're like five. 
and and he mixes up his version of the old fashioned using different like Maker's Mark or yep. all kinds of, and they're they're all great. They're all fantastic. So when we were down there filming, um, I said, Justin, can you just give me like a, I just need like a something, a glass of something that looks like whiskey, just as we're doing this. I didn't want to bug him. He was busy. He was having meetings. He had distributors coming in, and he's like, Oh God, no, hold on. And then he goes and makes us old fashions for this shoot. I'm like, dude, you did not have to do that. But tell him that. Damn, this is delicious. You know. So we're it's two thirty in the afternoon. We're drinking. Come, you come home greased. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I got to go back to work for a little bit. Um, so Where's work? <laughs> it's, I just Can love. Just wrap it up in Uber. That people, if if you're in our area, and if you're listening outside of our area, you probably have a group of people that really, really oh, understand yeah. whiskey and appreciate that, that. I did hear the cherry. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving mine now. I don't want to get to it. I yet. got them. I know. Well, we got to make these last. Those are expensive. Although if the companies buy them, we can get more. No, those were mine. Oh, did I tell you that I I, uh, I'm getting I'm getting the card now. I'm getting the company card. Good because I I heard you say something. Yeah. So I'm not giving you mine anymore. I finally got approval. I'm I'm getting my own. So what? How do we how do we use these approval? What what are we going to do with these cards? They've been trying to make you take a card (laughs) for five years forever. (laughs) I just didn't want one because it feels so it's so overwhelming to have a company credit card. I don't know what to oh do with God. it. Do you have to fill out like forms and stuff? Yes. When you do? You need, oh, well, God. You, need, you need to give ter- receipts. Don't you just need receipts? With a little explanation. I've got forms in my office. <sighs> Damn it. I don't know if anybody else does it, but I don't want to piss Tony and Taryn off. No, so. I get it. You're right. Um, it's three people Becky, Tony, Taryn. <laughs> Dean and I can throw fists in the hallway. Murdoch and I can have a whatever. I'm not. Those three those women, three you are not. Mad. Okay, I get it. That's good to one, know. One, because I'm married to one of them, right. and the other two, because. Well, they just know their business, they, and they don't uh, need yeah, they don't need just, the attitude. I don't. Yeah, they, <laughs> they don't need me giving them any more hell than they've already gotten. Mountain West Whiskey Festival is coming up on March 4th, so we keep on to uh, reminding you of that. And we have uh, just general admission uh, and VIP tickets still available. VIPs are getting much closer to being gone as well, I believe. Uh, and, of course, there's non-sampling tickets, too, if you just want to come and eat. The food is fantastic. Yeah, for what is the non-sampling? Twenty-five bucks. You, you, Twenty-five, thirty-five. Yeah, somewhere like that. there. Yeah, so it's worth you, it. You'd think we'd know. No, why would we look I at the know. website? Pull any of that up? But if you're looking for a dinner out for mm-hmm. you or both of you, it might be the best thing you well, can do. Yeah, I mean, for seven, and it's not like it's it's not a it's not a sit down. It's one order and you're done. It's buffet style. Well, and they've got different food in different rooms, yeah. and there's oysters, and there's the all the stuff that the Rushmore puts upstairs, and the stuff that they put in the Enigma restaurant. And they do just a fantastic job. Of I think all there's of this. there's food down in the four four five. Yeah, too. there is. Yep, yeah, there's they do more like uh, finger food type things for your more blue collar whiskeys in that area, right? Well, that sounds rather condescending. <laughs> That's not condescending. That's shit. It sounds it's, like something but, I'd say, and here it comes know, from you. I apologize at... to all you hardworking blue-collar people. <laughs> no. We couldn't I'm live. This at... world would go to shit without you. That's true. I'm 100% in your corner because sometimes I can't do my own plumbing. So I need you guys. I totally need you. Every time you can't do your own plumbing. I had uh, I had a breaker go out. Oh, my Lord. And I thought, well, a couple of YouTube videos, I should be able to do this, right? And then I'm thinking. Turn your breaker back on? Well, I'm thinking, well, this is electricity. (laughs) 
I'm not, I'm not touching any of this. No, it actually blew. I mean, it was like it, was like, oh, it, it blew. Yeah. it blew the f the, up. The breaker was bad, oh, right? Yeah. So I had to get that fixed. I might so. want to call somebody. Yeah, I did. Hey, who fixed your totally. washer though? Who fixed my washer? Who told you what was wrong with your clothes washer? You actually, God, uh, you nailed that, didn't you? Not just I a forgot pretty about face, that. folks. Well, he's not a pretty face, but he does know. <laughs> he does know. Interesting uh, how you did you, know you, that. Are you feeling the love? <laughs> I am. March 4th, Mountain West Whiskey Festival. Get tickets your available. Tickets. We will have, hopefully, we'll have the lists out here soon. Yes, we're uh, still there, if, we're still working on theirs. If you haven't heard, there's a dust up. There's then. a bit of a spat happening with and we're trying across to work the country, through it and figure right. out who's got what and who will give us what. But it's still going to be who will take stuff away from us, even though we were <laughs> supposed to get it. It's worth every penny for this event. I I promise you that. I I have never heard a single person in the. This is the fifth year we've done it now, or fourth, it's fourth or fifth. Five, I thought it was five or six. Okay, um, maybe I've had. Too I've many never seen. I've never seen a complaint. We've well, we've had we've had comments from the from the um, producers, the distillers that have that have made it. Um, uh, Keeper's Heart, yeah, uh, um, Brian Nation and uh, Proof Artisan, and some of the there's been a handful regional of ones mm-hmm. that uh, that have really commented and, and complimented us on the the event and you know they. I'm assuming been to more than I have, so oh yeah, that, I take that is a great compliment. And you know, come out and see us if you haven't been here before. If you want to try it, you want if you want to try getting into whiskey. Yes, this um, is a great place. This to is a start. great place to start, especially for, for that for, general admission ticket. For not that much money, mm-hmm. you can come in and try a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And hey, man, I like Irish. I like bourbon. Eh, I like Scotch is good, but the Isla's or I, or I like Isla Scotch. Yeah, who, who would have guessed? Right, you know, you could help Gabe, and and I'm sure Gabe, if you well try it, and Gabe, like it. Gabe will be there. We'll introduce you to Gabe, and then uh, and then you're you're off on an adventure. If you're okay? yeah, if you're an Isla Scotch lover, you find that out. You just let us know. You have a new best friend and, in and, Gabe Aldrich, and we can put you up with a guy that loves you know asphalt, and yeah. tar flavored stuff. Well, Rob, you did a good job with this this uh, this this barrel of old fashioned. It's yeah. delicious. So this isn't live, so I can't get my wife to give me a ride home, right? No, you can't. We'll have to yeah. Uber you home. Well, well. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening, and I encourage you to, to mix yourself up an old fashioned. Give it a try if you haven't before. <laughs> They're if delicious. You're, if you're driving back and forth to Sioux Falls. No, while, while listening to this, <laughs> this might be the longest podcast we've ever done. And it, it actually I, is. I have no idea how long it's been, but yeah, I'm not going to tell you. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.